know. If it isn't my incredible friend, I am so glad that you're here. It's Mr. Damon, and I am so excited for tonight's story. Tonight, I chose a story that's very special to me. It's called The Gospel is for Everyone, and it tells the story about how Jesus dealt with discrimination in Peter's heart towards people who didn't look like him. Like Peter, all of us have small biases in our hearts that cause us to be suspicious of people who don't look like us, speak the same language we do, have the same skin color as we do, or wear the same kind of clothes we do. These suspicions keep us apart, and they hurt people. But I have great news for you. Jesus wants to help us love others like he does, regardless of what they look like, where they're from, or how much money they have. This is what Jesus has done in my heart. Just like Peter, I used to be suspicious of people who didn't look like me. And just like he did for Peter, Jesus has opened my eyes to see every person on earth is his precious and valuable son and daughter. I hope that you enjoy tonight's story as much as I do. Enjoy. It's Mr. Damon, and I am so thankful that we get to hang out together. That's right. That is the thing that I am grateful and thankful for. Why? Why am I so thankful that I get to hang out with you? Because you are awesome. That's why. Because you're the absolute best, and everybody loves you. But before we get started with our bedtime story tonight, why don't you take a second and ask your mom or your dad, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, whoever it is you live with, if they want to come and listen to the story with you. Go for it. Okay, let's get started. Raise your hand if you have thought that you were better than somebody else. Okay, I know this is through Alexa, so you can't see what I'm doing, but I have my hand raised. Okay, because we've all done it. And I'm not talking about like, are you better at math or better at soccer than somebody else? I mean, better than someone, that you're more valuable, more important than them. As much as we don't like to admit it, all of us have had that thought at least once before. And the way that we know is because we didn't treat somebody else well, or we were selfish and didn't want to share. Those are all the results of thinking that we're more important than somebody else. Maybe you felt good about the fact that you had more friends than someone. Or maybe you liked the fact that you had cooler shoes than somebody else. Or you got better scores and it made you feel good because you told yourself they're not as smart as me. You see, the truth of the matter is, we all have things that we're better at than someone, but we also have things that we're worse at than someone else. That's just the, that's reality. But the problem is, is when we think that those differences make us more important or less important than another person. The worst thing is, is when we believe that these differences are so important 
that we wind up not wanting to become friends with someone simply because they're different than us. At the core of it, it's because we believe we're better than them. Is that true? Well, in today's bedtime story, we are going to find out what Jesus thinks about this idea that some people are more important or valuable than others. Way before Jesus was born here on earth, there lived a man named Moses. And Moses grew up in the country of Egypt at the same time when the Israelites were slaves there. And God used Moses to rescue the Israelites from slavery. And then he led them to their new home that God had prepared for them. Along the way, God gave the Israelites a list of special rules to follow. The top 10 really important rules were called the what? The Ten Commandments. But all of them said, God had given the Israelites over 300 rules. That's a lot. I sometimes have a problem following one. And God's rules covered a lot of things. Like, the rules told the Israelites which foods they could eat or not eat. It told them how to treat other people. It even told them which animals were okay to touch and which ones were not. P.S. Great white sharks were on the no-touchy list, right? That's a pretty smart move on God's part. But after years of trying to follow all of these rules, which they didn't do a very good job of, by the way, the Israelites started to think, hey, if some food is unclean and some animals are unclean, then maybe, maybe some types of people are unclean too. Yeah, yeah, and we think that we're the valuable clean people and everyone who isn't one of us is on the not-so-valuable unclean list. Yeah, that's what we think now. And let's stay away from everyone who doesn't look like us or act like us. Yeah, everyone who's not like us is bad and we can treat them bad. Now, do you think this is what God was telling the Israelites to do? No way! Treating another person bad because they don't look like you? live where you live, or speak the same language as you, or even believe what you believe is called discrimination. And discrimination is horrible. Did God want this? Not a chance. Because discrimination is sin. And Jesus hates it because it hurts people. God doesn't discriminate against people. God loves every single person. But despite how God felt about discrimination, by the time Jesus left heaven and came to the earth, the Israelites hated a bunch of different types of people. And one of the people groups that the Israelites hated the most were the Romans. Romans were the people who were from Italy. That's a country, it's still there. It's in the shape of a boot. Pretty cool, huh? Well, the Israelites 
hated the Romans because they were from a different country, spoke a different language, didn't try to follow God's rules, and because they had fought against Israel and were now living in their country. And our story opens up today with one of these Romans who lived in Israel. His name was Cornelius. Cool name, huh? Cornelius was a high-ranking Roman soldier who, unlike most of the other Romans, loved God and worshipped him. And one afternoon, while Cornelius the soldier, the Roman soldier, was talking with God, because remember, prayer is just talking to God, an angel appeared to him in his living room. Cornelius, the angel said, God loves you so much. Go find a man named Peter, because he has something very important to tell you about God. Poof! As quick as the angel had appeared, he was gone. Cornelius couldn't believe it. He was so excited. He couldn't wait to hear this important message God wanted to share with him. So he sent a soldier and one of his servants to find this Peter guy and then bring him back to his house. Well, do you remember how I mentioned that the Israelites hated the Romans and thought they were less valuable? Yep, you can see how that is going to be a problem in our story. Because at the exact same time that the angel was talking to Cornelius, Peter happened to be staying at a house 34 miles away, chilling out on the porch, enjoying the sunshine. It was lunchtime, and Peter's stomach started to growl. And so as Peter waited for his lunch, something amazing happened. Peter had a dream while he was still awake. So at the exact same time that the angel is talking to Cornelius, God shows Peter in a vision a giant blanket coming down out of the sky. Oh yeah, this is cool. And the giant blanket was filled with all sorts of animals. But they weren't just any type of animals. It was all of the animals that Moses' rules said were bad and unclean. In the blanket, Peter saw pigs, lizards, dolphins, snakes, eagles, shrimp, and yes, even a great white shark or two. And as Peter looked at all the animals that he had grown up hearing from his parents that were bad and unclean, he was told never to even touch or go near these animals. He thought to himself, yuck, I would never even go near any one of those disgusting creatures. And then he heard God speak to him. And God said the last thing Peter ever expected to hear. God told Peter, Peter, it's okay to touch these animals. You can even eat them if you want to. Peter said, but God, that's against the rules. I can't even touch those unclean animals, let alone eat them. I'm too important for that. I'm too valuable. And God said, Peter, if I say something is good, it's good. If I say something is valuable, it's valuable. Do you know three times God told Peter that these animals weren't bad? And three different times Peter argued with God. Because deep down, Peter still thought that obeying rules made him important and valuable. 
Peter still believed that some animals and people were less important to God and less important to him. And God said to Peter, people used to think that some animals were bad. And that's not true. Everything and everyone that I have created is equally valuable to me. And when the vision ended, Peter was confused. What did it mean? And as he was thinking about it, all of a sudden, from downstairs, Peter could hear a loud knock at the front door. Who could it be? Well, it was none other than Cornelius's soldier and his servant. And they asked if Peter would go with them to Cornelius's house. Uh-oh. According to all of the traditions that Peter was taught since he was a little boy, Jewish people weren't even supposed to talk or go near to unclean, less valuable Romans. And then, boom, it hit him. Peter realized what the vision about the animals meant. That's it, he shouted. This is what the dream was about. Jesus wasn't talking about animals. He was talking to me about how I see other people. Jesus fulfilled all of God's rules for us. So now there is no such thing as important or unimportant people, clean or unclean people. He wants everyone to know him. Jews, Romans, everyone. The gospel, God's good news, is for every single person in the whole world. Let's go meet this Cornelius. Peter said. And that's exactly what he did. He walked all the way to Cornelius's house and told him and his whole family about Jesus's love. And that day, Cornelius and his whole family said yes to Jesus and were baptized in water and filled with Jesus's Holy Spirit, spoke in their spiritual languages. Peter realized for the first time that God loves everyone exactly the same. Just like the animals in the blanket, every person is equally important and valuable to Jesus. But unfortunately, just like the Israelites, there are some people today who still think that their religion, their money, or their skin color makes them more important than others. This is sin. And this is what sin does. Sin separates people from God and people from each other. Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead to destroy this separation and to fix people's broken relationship with God and with one another. When we believe that Jesus is God and he rescued us from sin, we join his family. And like he did for Peter, Jesus shows us that no person is more important or more valuable than another. So when you see someone who is different from you, speaks a different language, has a different skin color, wears different clothes than you do, or maybe even has less money than you, remember, they are made in God's image just like you.
and that God wants to show them his love through you, by you being kind to them, talking with them, being a friend to them, and showing them Jesus' love just like Peter did for Cornelius. Let's ask Jesus right now to help us with that. Jesus, thank you for making me your best friend. And thank you for helping me to see other people the way that you do. I know every person in this world is equally valuable and made in your image. Use me to show everyone I meet, no matter what they look like, and no matter where they're from, how much you love them. Amen. Amen. I think you're going to get a chance to do just that tomorrow. But in the meantime, have a great night's sleep, sweet dreams, good night.